Okay, hello everyone who's just joined us. Um, this is midway through a conversation we will have before we started recording. I figured I'd hit record just to uh, make sure we got this on tape. So, we were... <sighs> sure, I'll shame myself. Just to clarify, this isn't actually based on my browser history. Mm. But I'm... I made a joke about if I die, I need one of you to wipe all the Futanari porn from my PC. Um, that was a joke, to clarify. I don't think well, that's that much of a joke. Many a true word has been said in jest. <laughs> Never, he didn't specifically say Futanari, he just said, chuck all my devices into the sea. Or chuck all the devices into the sea, and then I said, it'll be funny if we just leave it for archaeologists. Actually, Grace said that bit, to be fair. Yeah. It'd be funny Thank leaving you. it for archaeologists. I made a joke about... How we could convince archaeologists that Futanari were real in the 2000s. And I think Nick, you at some point said this is the oldest depiction of Futanari. And then I thought, huh, let's go to Google and find out what the oldest depiction of Futanari is. <laughs> so what so, have you found? I'm on Wikipedia now. Oh, okay. A reliable historic, historic origins. Japanese folk religion. Of course. Created diverse fantasies related to sexual characteristics. Uh, let's just check that source. Oh, that's in German. I can't read that source. They used oh. to worship deities such as the Dosogen, which were a type of deity. Uh, I don't have an actual date on this. It's just Japanese folk religion. Uh, I think I think this is a, another podcast in itself. History of weird kings. Yeah, history of fetishes. Not that there's anything wrong with Fugnari, just to get that in. No, no, of course well, not. Well, how about, how about we go simpler? When did the term Futanari first come about? Because Futanari uh, is, the, is the Japanese term for this particular thing. E oh, wow. Can, there's there's images on Wikipedia. Of course there's there always is. Always. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was invented in the 90s. Oh, oh. okay. Okay, now. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Late 80s. Yeah, late 80s. Late 80s. Yeah. So, um, is it going to be similar to the origin story of ABO? Like, somebody drew a picture of a, of a woman with a massive penis, and th there's loads of other people went, ah, yes, I'm into that. It was actually invented by Dr. David Futanari, who uh, came Shut up with... Up. the No, I'm taking the piss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was Americans brought over transgender pornography, which then inspired artists including someone called Kitamimaki K, who was one of the first artists to uh, to draw it. Oh, and he was like, right, this is great and all, but the tits and the dicks need to be bigger. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. For fuck's sake. A lot Please bigger. Please tell me it was a woodcut, like a hokuzai. <laughs> oh, that would be great. But no. It You've got the fisherman's so. wife, and they're next to it, mateys... Uh... <laughs> Putanari. <laughs> uh, Evangelion. So one of the um one of the anime citers bring making it popular is one I've actually watched called Kempfer. Okay. Grace, have you seen that? No. Oh, okay. I I've heard the name and I don't know where I've heard the name from. It's a very funny one. Okay, right, we're going down we're going down the sea also. Oh wow, okay, there's an ancient Greek one. Oh thank god. <laughs> There's an ancient Greek one. I know that there the was a god. Agdistis but... is an ancient Greek who has both male and female reproductive organs. Okay. And was part of Zeus's origin story. Oh, it would be Zeus. Oh no, it's it's one it's one of Zeus's kids. Sorry. 
It will be to Ag- do with Dis- Zeus. Agdistus is uh, is a god with both, apparently. Okay, I knew that there was one in Greek, but I thought it was like um, a bloke who had tits, vagina, and a cock. Mm. I think that's who this is. It may- I thought his name was began with something like, like began with H. Mm. I know that a friend of my brother's did it as a part of their like art project. Uh, I don't know. Memory hmm. fails me. Well, the idea apparently goes back to the uh, mid sixth century. Ah, okay. Sorry, mid mid sixth century BC. So uh, almost three thousand years. Kinks. Before the fun ended. <laughs> Before the fun ended. <laughs> Kinks as Before old as people time. found God. <laughs> 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 wow, Grace. I'm only joking, Jesus Christ. <laughs> to, especially <Wow>. to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> He's a lovely I'm, guy. Lovely guy. All right. I'm finding Moving weird. On. Yeah, we should get out of here before I mention the medical term clitoro clitoromegaly. Does that just mean like mega clit? Or yeah, clitoromegaly or macro clitoris. Macro clitoris. Yeah. When you've got an absolute conker, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> One that's, it's so big it looks like it could be a very tiny PP. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Shut Yeah. So now we know. Uh, there's another picture on Wikipedia if you want to find that. Oh, you're getting all the pictures today. <laughs> you lucky. Hang on, I'm just... We'll get off this topic soon. I just want to go to the second link here, the history of Futanari, because that probably will have been researched a bit better. I'm surprised you weren't on that earlier for this Well, Wikipedia is always the most reliable source, but it, it was vague, so I figured... Okay, so in Japan it goes back to the Heian period, which is the 12th century. Okay. Hmm. A series of, series of scrolls called the Yamai Inosushi, a series of ancient scrolls which uh, has pictures of Futanari in there. Oh. It also has a series of uh, medical conditions and entries on treatment. So it's both a medical journal and uh, smut, I think. <laughs> wow, okay. So Don't get those two mixed up. If you yeah. if you woke up one morning and will look down at yourself and was like, oh, I've got a dick now, um, mm-hmm. there were medical treatments for that kind of thing in uh, ancient Japan. No, there wasn't. There was just porn. It was like, this isn't helpful. <laughs> Slam ancient stroll back down. It's like, none of the, <laughs> none of the medical stuff actually has a guide for this. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like there's a guide. Uh, would you like to see the first image? Yeah, go on then. I don't know why, but let's, since let's educate. Since you said the word guide, the words Hitchhiker's Guide to Futanari <laughs> popped into my head. <laughs> if that fic isn't out there, I'd love to see it be written. <laughs> Where are you posting it? Into general. Let's have a look. Oh, general. I can't help but notice in our Discord, so... Uh, Nick's darling girlfriend, Sophie, is seeing all the things we're posting and going, What? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's just a standard Google search you've posted there, James. <laughs> there is the history of Futanari. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a 12th, 12th century Japanese wood carving there. Sorry, it's a scroll, excuse me. Mm. And there's some much weirder images further down. There is, yes. Like, extremely... Um, that looks like vintage hentai. Uh, I think so. I'm just trying to find out when it was made. I'm definitely overthinking this. So there's one called Your Reward is Anal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, check out the feet on the characters. Oh, let's look at the... F- 
Oh, God. Yeah, they're like, wow. <laughs> that is... I don't think the author put much thought into those feet. No, absolutely not. Jesus Christ. I guess that's not what that's... you're focusing on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think everything's a bit... Skew. A bit disjointed. A bit skew-whiff. Oh, there's this... To be fair, the one directly below, titled The Gothic Lady I Fell, fell For at First Sight, a Futanari... That is some weird proportions as well, because like her hips are like way to the side. Look, I'm gonna stop. I'm not <laughs> these. I don't know about you. Yep. Are we reading too much into this? I think it's we time are. to leave. <laughs> We've seen everything. What's that Louis Theroux been. thing? <laughs> been here long enough. I I'm not sure what I'd seen, but I knew it was time for me to leave. <laughs> Excellent. Welcome to the shipping forecast, everyone. <sighs> I'm James. Joining me is Nick. Hi. And Grace. Hello. We're not talking about this today. We're talking about Avatar The Last Airbender. That was a hell of a cold <laughs> open, though. That was absolutely a hell of a cold open. Um, Maybe we should do a history podcast at some point. Yeah, the, Who knows? the history of kinks. If we ever get time history of kinks. in our busy schedule. Exactly. I am not researching kinks <laughs> in a house with other people. I feel like it would... Knowing our personalities, it would be me doing like a research document and bringing it to you both and being like, hey, here's, uh, here's what I learned today. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, we get it. Your back is sore from carrying the, 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 the other two of us. <laughs> doing all the production stuff. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I know. <laughs> I'm the only one with a research degree. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> we make things for a living. You, do you not. sure do. I make myself cry for a living. Well, I, se I sell oh. things for a living. I don't really make them. I make things for fun. No, I don't even make things for fun. I mend things for fun. All right. We are not the same. We're, <laughs> we're all... The three of us are very different. Yes. Okay, let's let's get us off this. Grace, are you enjoying Breath of the Wild? Not Breath of the Wild. Tears from the Kingdom. Well, it's all right. It's essentially the second one, isn't it? Yeah. Are you enjoying yes, Breath of the Wild 2 Electric Boogaloo? I am. Is... Zelda crying for you yet? I'm assuming it's a similar premise. She is. I'm not going to spoil anything. I do because have one it literally came out a few days yeah. ago. Well, this will be going up in two weeks, so. Yeah, still. Okay. So it was quite funny. Um, Hang on, I I feel like Grace was going to say something. About, we're oh. talking about Avatar, to be fair. We That's true. Talk about our subject. Okay, I do have one question. Have you? Can you bring when you bring Sidon with you? Do you get to like romance him? Oh. I don't. I don't think I would be able to romance Sidon, even if I could bring him with me. And I don't think I can bring him oh, with me. No, I thought it looked like you could bring him along in the trailers. I'm. I'm not sure what I saw. Okay, that's a shame. I was hoping you could bring him along, and possibly that he's got like a romance or friendship meter you can build up. That seems like a smart addition to the game. Yeah, that'd be nice. I I got out of the tutorial. With only a skirt on, hair down, titties out, <laughs> and I beelined all the way to the Zora domain, <laughs> only to have my heart broken. Oh. And so I have left the Zora domain, and anyone who knows, knows, <laughs> no one's died, I'm just upset. Okay. <laughs> he, he's not there, he's gone. Oh. He's either gone, or he's... I would love it if they just... <laughs> 
it's all this time of like where is Sidon and whoever you talk to is like hey, he's busy <laughs> <laughs> the voice actor wanted too much money so we've just not cast him yeah there is a there is a funny like thing about the first game where it's just like a flashback to the first one where well not like a flashback but they like they believed that something they thought when you fought Ruta with Sidon where you hop on his back mm-hmm. and and like fight the fight the monster um that that was iconic enough to turn it into a statue <laughs> <laughs> So walk in, and there is like a, a statue of, of you Prince Sidon. riding Prince Sidon. Yeah, and he's just like bursting out the waves, and then there's you on his back, and it's just like. Oh. I see. <laughs> That's the only bit I'm happy to spoil. <laughs> you know that one Greek statue of Theseus and the Minotaur. Uh, maybe. The really gay one. <laughs> that doesn't oh, narrow God, it down. Okay. No. No. Really? Okay, let me find that. There's a, there's a lot of gay ones. The but, really yeah, gay I, one. I think I know the one you mean. Where he's, he's cowgirling on the Minotaur. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's like that, but you and Prince Sidon. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> You're just on his back, <laughs> holding onto his shoulders like your life depends on it. <laughs> let me post this for your benefit, and then we'll move back on to... That sounded oddly threatening. When it's more like, that. we should move on after this. But... <laughs> That one. Yeah. Uh, okay, where have you posted this? General. <laughs> That's worse than I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. That's what I mean by the really gay one. The, the Minotaur is in Theseus. Yeah. Yeah. For a minute, I thought maybe he wasn't and Theseus was holding onto the bit that should have been. No, he's. I think that's a spear and then he's got his hand on his thigh. Have you. If you. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't know. <laughs> Look at it. I'm going to stop looking Are at it. Are you sure? Because <laughs> that does not... That. Mm. I mean, it is curved, <laughs> so... Look at the end of it. Oh, right. So, Avatar Last Airbender. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Nick>. Brain bleached. <laughs> Have you watched any since we last talked? No. Cool. I haven't. I've been... Fuck's sake. I've been... Okay. So... This week just gone. I am currently starting two weeks of my annual leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yep. uh, yeah. It 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 couldn't have uh, couldn't have come any quicker. Um. So basically, I was running around trying to get everything sort of squared away before my uh, two weeks off. Uh, the week before, I was doing twelve-hour days, and then afterwards teaching James to drive. Yes. So mm. yeah, I had. Thank you. <laughs> I had. That's I had a story too much I can on. tell. Yeah. So Nick has been teaching me to drive. Very much appreciate it. As a token of my appreciation, I've been buying Nick dinner every evening. Yeah, you did, didn't you? That was nice. Yeah. I told my mother this when I got home, and she said, "No, James, you should be taking him to Weatherspoons." <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. I was taking. <laughs> I was. So I took Nick out for the first day. It was. Thirty-five pound <laughs> for the two. Not the first day. Not it was. You said I thought you, you heard did day. say. Day, I heard day, day as well. <laughs> sorry, Sophie. This isn't happening. Um, what, what do you mean, sorry? Yeah, <laughs> I figured. I don't know. Maybe Sophie ships us. Who knows? I don't think she does. <laughs> okay. Girlfriend of Nick ships. 
ships her boyfriend with a random guy. What do you mean a random guy? (laughs) She's in our Discord, Grace. (laughs) That is the epitome of not random anymore. You're a stranger (laughs) until you're in the same Discord. Yeah, yeah. Me and Nick have been friends for a long time. I'm not some random. All right, all right, all right, all right. Back to your story. Cool. I spent about £35 on the two of us for dinner Mm. with drinks. Fairly reasonable, I thought. Uh, Definitely cheaper than actual driving lessons. And my mum was like, no, take him to Weatherspoons, you can get it under a tenner for the two of you. (laughs) I mean, I I just want to clarify, um, I didn't... Like, Weatherspoons would have done, you know... (laughs) I feel like taking someone you owe a favour to to the cheapest meal option possible <laughs> is kind of a low blow. I know, but like, I, I wouldn't have been offended. It, it'd just be like, oh yeah, it's a, it'd go out for a, a nice meal in a slightly grotty pub. It's, it just is what it is. But like, I got, I did get home and you told me that, and I'm like, why is your mum pissed off for money that you're spending? Yeah, <laughs> it's not even. It is your... also my money, yeah, incidentally. It's not even your mum's money. <laughs> weird, weird situation. Oh. Okay, f- probably just telling you of a bargain, but yeah, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> it sure seemed weird, but anyway, we need Avatar banter. Grace, help me out. Avatar banter. Yeah. What do we know of what's coming out? Because there's multiple things mm. that's coming out. The the people, Mike and Brian. They they do not endorse the direction the live action one oh, is going in. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So they sort of like left it. Uh, I think it was. Is it Netflix? It might be yeah, Netflix. Netflix is carrying doing the live on. Action one. Are carrying on with it anyway, and the characters are aged up, mm. so they're expecting it to be a bit more gritty and slightly adult mm. than the the it's a shame. cartoon. I'd forgotten about that, and it's kind of a shame because there was some really good casting news about that the other day. They're casting uh, Daniel Day Kim, I think his name is, as Fire Lord Ozai. Mm-hmm. Nick will know that name as Johnny Gat from Saints Row 2. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a really good actor, yeah. and I think he'll nail Fire Lord Ozai. He's done other things as well. I just know him as Johnny Gat. <laughs> I mean, just because the movie was gritty and aged up doesn't mean it'll... It'll flop as bad as that. That's true. Because that was monumentally shit. But, um... No, yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But I know that there's been talk of the creators of Avatar going off and getting their own studio mm-hmm. to make the uh, another cartoon. And that's where the the animation of the gang, when they're adults, yes. is going to be mm. done. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's by them. Yeah. And it looks good. Yes, yes, yes. That's where that poster came from. So, yeah, there's that. Yay! Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm vaguely hyped for but that. But, yeah, more more hype for that than the live action. Yeah, I thought the live action would be done by now because they announced it ages ago. Uh, I guess. I know I mean, that there was a pandemic, but, like, they surely have time now. Mm. I guess. Oh, it's going to be hit by the writer's strike, isn't it? But it's already been written. Well, they're only just doing casting. Well, you write it and then you cast it, surely. Oh, that's true. I don't know. I I feel like writing's oh, one of those really? processes that just keeps happening, to be honest. No, none of us are writing. That's true. Know, Very but... true. Unlike the people we're going to be talking about today. Boom, segue. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Segway. Nice. 
Uh, so brief time out. We didn't actually talk about turn order yet. No, we didn't. We got so distracted by food and Ari. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so, uh, my fic is about... Uh, it's a soccer Zuko fic. It is a romance, and it goes into the realistic nature of these teens who've grown up in war without decent parents and without a solid education system, having no real sex ed. Okay. And... The comedy in which that produces. Trying to work it out for themselves. Oh, comedy in which that produces. You made that. You made the beginning of that sound incredibly deep <laughs> and harrowing. Yeah. And, I couldn't think of a better way to phrase. And then you went, and now they're going to goof around because they don't know how sex works. Uh, 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 and I was just like, oh, what? There's a lot to <laughs> it. I got whiplash. <laughs> oh, dear. Carry on. That, that, that's it. That's all I really want to tell you is before we read into it. Okay. Okay. It's sort of comedy, it's kind of smutty. Okay. Uh, yeah, tell me about yours. Yeah, you first, Chris. Oh, okay. Well, I know what Nick's reading, <laughs> because it's the Mothman one, because <laughs> James was literally telling me just earlier, it's like, thank God you weren't writing up the Mothman one, <laughs> because that's what Nick's doing. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Um, funnily enough, it turns out we're all doing Zucker. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we all, we all, Oops, all, of all, the, all the characters that all the lovely detailed intricate characters that are and relationships in avatar and we have all gone for the besties <laughs> zuko um. and soccer <laughs> and i'm glad that the fan fiction agree <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, I've picked Zuko, Zuko the Blue Spirit by Precious Funny Noise, and it is um, the coffee shop a slash secret agent versus evil scientist one. Is that the one we covered in part one? Uh, we made reference to it, but we didn't okay, cover no, it completely. No, it's fine. I'm just, if it's the same one, I know a little bit about it. That's good. It's the one you found amusing because of the line Azula said about all the pussy yes. and barfing say. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> And Nick, oh, you're yeah, this one's quite one. funny all the way through. Yeah, I'm I'm reading the Mothman one. It's it's a meat cute. Mm. Well, of sorts, as you'll see. Okay. I I have read it, <laughs> <laughs> and I know what you mean by sort of, yeah. <laughs> because there are bits in it that are definitely not cute. Well, <laughs> I mean, the manner in which they meet isn't, but you'll find out about that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? I think I might keep this in this time because I feel like this is a good intro. As like a summary of what's coming up. Okay. Okay. Uh, any preference on what who goes first? I think mm. unless one of you has got a more adorable fic, I think mine would be good uh, to go last. The only reason I think Nick shouldn't go last is because I know that there are some very scary facts about moths that may unsettle me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I want a palate cleanser. <laughs> wow, okay. So mine is decidedly not a palate cleanser. <laughs> okay. Mine is just silly and cute all the way through, so maybe mine okay. should be the palate Grace, cleanser. Grace, you take us home. I'll go middle. Nick, you can start us off. Yeah, if you want me okay. to. Okay, with that in mind, Nick, what have you been reading? Okay, so I have been reading Baby You Light Up My World Like Nobody Else by... Uh, You've got to sing that, bro. Yeah, I know. It's a One Direction lyric, isn't it? Nick, sing it. I don't know One Direction, so you're just going to have to... Yeah. 
Baby, you light up my world like nobody oh, else. Nobody oh, it's that, yeah, it's that one. Yeah, it's that <laughs> one. I didn't know yeah. that was One Direction. Okay. Uh, okay. God, you lived under a rock in your teenage years, didn't you? You lived under a Nightwish I rock. I think One Direction were late teens for me? Yeah. When did One Direction happen? I think I was at uni by then, to be honest. I expected you to hear it every day. <laughs> at uni. One Direction Not formed in 2010. So I've been in uni to like late uni for most of their career. Yeah. So I was still living under a Nightwish rock. This is it, yeah. This <laughs> this would have been firmly within my the only music worth listening to is prog rock phase. Nick, you haven't left that phase. I have. I listen to all sorts of music. <laughs> it's just none of it's modern. Okay. <laughs> like, there's, you know, there's sort of like prog rock, space rock, glam rock, there's folk music, sea shanties, uh, electro... <laughs> Um, you know, sort of 90s dance, that sort of thing. I listened to all sorts. Well, when that came out, I was just about faking my way into the club. So, <laughs> hot shit. We incriminate ourselves every episode. We absolutely do. They can't do me. I'm too old now. What are they going to do? I mean, we faked our way in too. It's just... Yeah. I think, Nick, you faked your way in with my driving license. Um, At least once. Yeah, I think I probably did because we did look relatively similar when you didn't have a beard and when I had hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. I was going to say, cause Nick, you've looked 40 for a long time. <laughs> I have, you're right. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me and Jim did used to look similar if you squinted from about 10 feet away. Mm-hmm. So. And on a black and white picture, when I had two forms of ID, it, it kind of worked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Bloody so. hell. Okay, so this is Baby You Light Up My World Like Nobody Else by Sifu underscore Hot Dam. Yeah, Sifu Hot Dam. And <laughs> this is basically a Zucker fic, but where Zuko is uh, five foot five inches tall, hawk moth human hybrid. Mm. That's oddly specific. <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's like. It, wait, it needs That's to it. Be. Yeah, he's he's like human sized. He's got relatively human proportions, but he's got like uh, he's got like forearms, and he's got the um, he's got the wings, and he's got the the weird proboscis thing, which means he can't eat solid foods, um, and the big golden oh, eyes and stuff. Oh. Like moths and shit are adorable. I I do like moths. Um, okay, so I'd just like to go through uh, some of uh, some of these tags. And we'll st- yeah, the additional tags start off with Mothman Zuko AU. I said what I said. Technically a meet cute in that Sokka hits Zuko with his car. It's not too bad, but non graphic wilderness first aid happens. So yeah. Rated T for situationally warranted swearing and mild horny thoughts. <laughs> Mildly horny thoughts. Mildly horny thoughts. You will see you will see what we mean. I will try okay. and be as brief as possible because like I wasn't expecting to find something of this nature but like you go through and you sort of start to realize oh my god this is adorable which is what i thought so yeah okay a quick rundown of the uh, of the plot uh, soccer is uh, he's driving home at night from uh, katara and ang's house because uh, they've sort of moved out they've settled down they're doing like really well they've got the shit together they've got a whole life planned out for them and soccer uh, hasn't really like he he moved to the city to be closer to his job, but of course then COVID happened and he didn't didn't need to go to his job anymore. So he's he's been alone for quite a long time, and he's mm. you know his mind's wandering. Uh, he stayed stayed a bit too late, so he's driving home. His mind's wandering, 
and then all of a sudden something clips the front of his truck with a massive thump uh, followed by what sounds like a, la- a loud expletive. So it's like, ah, shit, I've just hit somebody. So being the good guy that he is, he pulls over and he's noticing a figure staggering off into the woods. So he grabs his first aid, tries to sort of collar them. It's like, hey, I'm really sorry. I didn't see you there at all. Are you okay? Well, duh, you're obviously not okay. I just hit you with my fucking car. Can I give you a ride to the hospital or something? Because they still don't turn around. He notices then that things might not be as they seem. Uh, they seem to be wearing some kind of stripy trench coat from the back in the dark, away from the truck's headlights. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes after him again, just sort of gently puts the hand on the shoulder, tries to turn this guy around. At which point, a shrill tea kettle-like noise erupts from the figure, and Soccer realizes several things. First, they're definitely not entirely human. Second, they look absolutely terrified. And third, their pants are vibrating. What? So I, you can probably buy vibrating <laughs> pants, to be honest. So basically, we have found our Mothman. Mm-hmm. Enter Mothman. If I just scroll down to the notes, it tells you how everything works. I'll just read this verbatim if I can. Uh, Zuko's junk screaming is extrapolated from an actual anti-bat hawk moth defense system. They rub their genital claspers together in a way that produces ultrasound, which signal jams bat sonar. Oh, that's clever. So, of course, Zuko is terrified uh, and exhausted. Zuko's junk is telling people to fuck off. Yeah, basically, that's it. He's trying to jam whatever sonar of whatever predator might be be looking, looking for him. Does, Do you reckon does, that's... Does that mean there's a load of bats just crashing into things <laughs> around him? Because he's wiggling his dick about. Yeah, there might be. Oh, my... <laughs> See, I was just imagining the hunt for Red October, only it's just Sean Connery doing the helicopter <laughs> to, to stop himself being detected. <laughs> you can't find me. Uh... <laughs> oh, that... You can't find me, Alec Baldwin. I'm doing the helicopter with my with my genitals. Why he, why he lasted so long as James Bond, <laughs> and the Russians just couldn't pick him up. I'm jamming the shiggle. Sorry, carry yep. on, carry on. I think there's an AU in here where moth people make really, really good submarine crew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck's it's dark, it's dank, oh. and they can use things. They can use their bodies to jam sonar. It's fantastic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Enlist today. If yeah, if, if any authors are listening and want a challenge, Hunt for Red October, Mothman AU. Yes. Please. Oh, I was I was calling out to the Mothmen to enlist, <laughs> but alright. Uh, okay, so um, basically as it goes, he manages to, to get this injured uh, half moth, half human, uh, calmed down and sat against a tree and he takes stuff out of the um, first aid kit putting pressure on the wound like he should to get the blood to clot. He's fretting a bit and worrying because, yeah, he's hit this fucking mothman with his car. Um, so, you know, he's, pre- he's press- pressing down on the wound and he, he something occurs to him. He says, wait, dumb question, but you're like blood or whatever clots, right? And Ooh. Zuko's just like, yeah, my blood or whatever clots, fine. He's... Sounds pretty annoyed at ever this point. Ever snarky, even after being hit by a car. That's it, ever snarky. However, it turns out that he's got quite a sexy voice. And then... Yeah, that adds up. Sokka's, like, tending to him, sort of leans back, and then realises that he's rather pretty in an unsettling sort of way. 
because he's mostly human-like. He's got dark, shaggy hair fr framing shimmering golden eyes that are slightly too large to belong to a person. Um, they've got one long white antenna extending from the right side of their forehead where an eyebrow might normally be, but they're missing the left antenna, though. Oh, no. Because they've also got, like, a big discoloured scar around the left eye. So oh. I'm not going to go through the entire plot of this fic because I, I urge you, dear listener, to go out and read it because it is... It's fucking adorable mm. in places. But it turns out that the reason why Sokka has hit Zuko with his truck is because he's terrible at night landings, because he can't navigate proper without an antenna. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So, Aww. yeah, that's it. Finally, they uh, they exchange names. Name Sokka, what's yours? Yeah, it's Zuko. Sokka is completely enamoured with this five-foot-five-tall hybrid hawk moth and... Uh, See, I'm just wondering, this implies there is a Mothman Fire Lord out there. Possibly so. It has, I'm just reading a bit of it, and it has hinted that there's like a social structure. I have spotted the Blackberry Bramble, the Blackberry that's Bramble. kind of like Moth Tinder. There is, yes. It's So basically, <laughs> a, a lot of moths uh, communicate with pheromones. Mm-hmm. It turns out that in, in this universe, they are pretty crass, and they're not subtle about when they're banging. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, birds really are. That's it. Zuko tries not to engage in scenting with them, as he puts it. Oh. <laughs> which is which is fair enough. However, it turns out that sort of Zuko's kind of a little bit into soccer as well. He says um, he'd really just barely bumped into his leg with the edge of his truck, so he wasn't that injured. Uh, and Zuko would have said as much, but oh, soccer was so embarrassed about it, and it was just so adorable. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, tis but a scratch, but I'm going to let this... Yeah, this is this is exactly me. right. It's like, if Aww. I can read verbatim a little bit. Uh, yeah, he's de he's a desperately touch-starved, five-and-a-half-foot-tall human hawk moth, so sue him if he wanted the pretty boy who was tenderly holding his thigh to keep blushing like that. Oh. <laughs> so, carrying on, so turns funny. out Zuko's hungry. Of course, he's got the whole proboscis thing, not like a mouth, so he can't really chew solid foods. Uh, so, he's basically got to drink any calorie dense liquid so like smoothies juice sports drinks that sort of thing turns out that the only thing soccer's got is uh, off-brand coke in his car so... and it tastes absolutely disgusting forgive oh. me for making two louis theroux references mm. in a single episode but i'm just remembering that do you want some lucasaid see <laughs> <laughs> just picturing soccer to say do you want some lucasaid injured mothman <laughs> Uh, Sokka does like a whole thing he like uh, he sits Zuko on the tailgate of his truck and then wanders up with a soda can allow me to present the evening's hoard over and cracks the uh, I, I don't know how to say that French word but yeah cracks the um, uh, soda can and holds it out to him the evening's hors d'oeuvre um. hors d'oeuvre that's the one yeah <laughs> northern culture northern culture it's alright I, I wouldn't be able to read the word if I hadn't come across it before either <laughs> Reading is hard. Because mm -hmm. it look in English, it looks like horse de It does, ovary. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, horse to overs. Um, just before I leave it here, that was basically a summary of the first part of the fic. A few observations. It turns out that Soccer gets Zuko home. He can't really sit in the truck without crushing his wings and damaging them further. So basically what they've had to do is had to lay down on his stomach in the bed of the pickup truck and have a tarpaulin tied over the top of him. Oh. 
And of course, soccer pulls over into a into a, a petrol station to uh, to get him some like sports drink or or juice or whatever. I'd just like you to imagine being a cashier in that kind of uh, petrol station. It's late at night. You see uh, some guy come in, buy a load of fruit juices and sports drinks, wander out to his pickup <laughs> bed, open the pickup bed, and pass them to whatever's lurking under it. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty weird. Yeah. Um, the last thing that I will leave you with is is uh, Soccer's getting back in his truck and he hears like a near obscene slurping from under the tarpaulin. <laughs> Which sets a great tone for the next half hour of free range driving thoughts. What that math do indeed. <laughs> oh, we can't have solids. That rules our oral sex. What? I don't know. Maybe it will be small enough to fit in, I guess. Oof, poor, we, poor soccer. Yeah, we don't have enough information on this, but like, I'm. Okay, who wants to ruin their their browser history with can <laughs> can moths give head? So this is uh... can mothmen <laughs> yeah, give moth head? Yeah, mothmen. Yeah, but he's got like he's got like one of the curling tongue things. So technically, he doesn't have a throat. Yeah, yeah he, he might be able to lick. So it depends. It, Depends if essentially the straw <laughs> has got a Ooh. wide enough width, <laughs> whether he could just. I'm, I'm overthinking sure I like this. Where this is going? Yeah. yeah, quite, quite possibly. But um, I, we'll I, I urge out. you to go and uh, and read it yourself because it is adorable. Like Sokka and Zuko mm-hmm. are just so they meet each other and they are shook. They are like hit instantly. It's like, oh my god, this. This creature is amazing, and I want to know more about them mm. and do other things as well. Mm-hmm. And the other one's shook because he's been hit by a car, but at least his <laughs> safe is cute. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Which I think is a is a greater. Uh, a couple of years from now, they'll look back and go, ha ha ha. I'm actually quite sad that. <laughs> tell <Okay>. dear, tell <laughs> them how we met. <laughs> well, I was just driving along. <laughs> we ran him over. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. I'm actually kind of sad that Mothman Zuko, because it says the Mothman Zuko cinematic universe or MCU, mm. and this is the mm. only part in the MCU. Oh no, where's the rest? There isn't a rest yet. Yeah, it, it sounded like it was going to be like um, chapter one of an ongoing story, um, yeah. but as of now, I mean, it was last updated uh, October, October 2020. 2020. <gasps> it's five thousand words, but I think the there could be more. I would love to see more of this. Yeah, yeah. The interesting thing about this fic is I didn't particularly need to know much about Avatar to enjoy it. Mm. It was cute. It was well written. It was, uh, yeah, I I ship them now and I barely know who they are. <laughs> Completely fair. Job well yeah, done that's to the author. <laughs> and I personally, I'm just curious about the lore implications as I know I always am, mm. but... This implies there's a uh, a Mothman Fire Lord out there who's burned his prince son and banished him into the road to be hit by Sokka's truck. <laughs> uh, and I want to know more. I want to see this family dynamic. I think it's Zuko's dad that caused him to be missing an antennae. Yes, and it would be. Yeah, and, and that's why he's so terrible at night landings, and that's why he ended yeah. up in front of... So uh... Zuko has a big scar on his face in Avatar because his father... Uh, burned half his face off. That makes and sense. Banished him into the wilderness. Yeah, and he can only come back mm. if he brings back the avatar. Right, I see. 
To restore his honour. That makes sense. I thought it would be something like that. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of a kick in the guts because everyone thought the Avatar had died and disappeared. So he just sent, go find the <laughs> yeah. Yeti. Yeah. And come back when you're, he's just like, I will oh, capture Bigfoot to restore my honour. Yeah, bring, bring back <laughs> the Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. Oh, poor Zuko. <laughs> and then... And then not only is it terrible news to find out that the Avatar returns, it also means that your useless son is going to... Is leading the charge to find him. He's actually got a hope in hell. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, worst homework <laughs> ever. So yeah, thank you, Sifu Hot Dan. Mm. I would love to read more of this. Yeah, if, if you'd and... like to do more, please do more, because, I mean, moths are adorable, this is adorable. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a it's a brilliant concept that we'd like to see more of. In fact, yeah, please come back. Yeah, we also appreciate science. Yes, facts. yes, more science facts really in cool. fics, yeah. just in general. That goes for every author. Yeah, if you scroll down to the notes, there are moth facts. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I appreciate that greatly. Okay. Coincidentally, a moth has just appeared. <laughs> Be careful with it. Nurture him. Yeah, treat it with respect. <laughs> I'll treat it with respect. Don't hit it. With I'll a try car. not to fall in love. <laughs> no matter how sexy its voice is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Start saying thank you in the Dante Bascaro voice, and it's like nanny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now you're like, oh, I was joking earlier. <laughs> Mind's changed upon hearing those dulcet tones. Yeah. Fair. So. <laughs> My mind has been changed on Zuko soccer this week. You heard it here first. I'm only going to say it once. Okay. So I've been reading The Problems of Sex Ed During Wartime by Anarchy Cox. Anarchy Cox. Oh, that is C-O-X. Cox with an X. Yeah, C-O-X. It's with an X. Not, not an Anarchy Cox. That's a very <laughs> different thing. It is. So, the premise. This is the story of soccer. I mean, it's essentially similar to the plot of Avatar. The only difference is that as with anyone growing up in a small village without an education system, he has no clue about sex ed. Well, to be f- so he gradually falls in love, but he he doesn't know much about it. To be fair, the sex ed at our school wasn't brilliant either. Oh, it was grim, but at least we knew a little bit. <laughs> this was the thing. I um, if if you'll just indulge me in this brief tangent. Go on then. Which which I'm I'm sure we've uh, we've done before on this show. Um, British sex education is very much, on no circumstances, don't you ever, ever, ever even think about having sex. But if mm-hmm. you do, this is what might... Here are the diseases you will get yeah. if you do. If you do, this is what might happen, and this is how you survive them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This is the thing which I didn't think was particularly conducive or helpful to horny teens, basically. Exactly. I'm surprised they didn't show you that... Uh... The video. Are you talking about the video of childbirth? No, the blur oh. video. Well, we didn't. I don't know what that is. The, the, the ones that it goes. They ruined that perfectly good song by making it the intro outro, the A to Z of sex, and it's going talking about the girls who are boys oh. who like boys, <laughs> girls, I don't remember girls like boys, girls like that. I do remember being shown a childbirth video, and it was traumatic. Yeah. Childbirth is yeah. traumatic. So is watching it. I think that yeah. was probably the most useful bit because. Where do babies come from? <laughs> Sit down and shut up. Lights go off. Click. That telly gets rolled into the room. <laughs> but it was traumatic. It, really. it was yeah. extremely traumatic, yes. Talking of traumatic. Yeah, my apologies. 
Crikey, head yeah. of <laughs> So, I've been reading Problems of Sex Ed During Wartime by Anarchy Cox. That's Cox with an X. Our story begins with Katara in intense pain. Oh no. This isn't this this is an early days fic for them. They haven't met the Avatar just yet. This is sort of the very beginning. Do you want to quickly mention that the archive warning is under Uh Sokka is seventeen, Zuko is almost eighteen. Alright, just Making it known that if they just see, oh that, yeah, they're not gonna go, nothing in this is actually underage. I don't. There's discussion of underage people discovering things, but nothing underage happens. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Katara's in pain. Uh, she asks Sokka to go get Grand Grand, and uh, Katara Sokka's just like, "What the fuck is going on?" She's woken up in agony. He's gone to talk to Grand Grand. She's like, "Ah, the moon's blessing has started." It's not a fucking blessing. Sokka is like. What fucking blessing? She's in agony. If this was the moon, I'm gonna Damn kill right. the moon. How dare it hurt my sister? <laughs> and Grand Grand gets him to help prepare some tea. And uh, yeah, uh, when he comes back, she explains, "I'm fine, soccer. I've started my moon cycles." And I quite like the way this is written. It's I'll just read it because this guy nails how soccer is written. Mm. Great, go moon, all up in there. In cycle with Katara, who, just to make sure, not dying. <laughs> and yeah, so she's given instructions to change the bandages every four hours. Walks Grand Grand home. On the way back, Grand Grand explains exactly what's going on. And Sokka gets too much information. Oh, I see. He has learned more about how women's bodies work than he ever wanted to know. Probably knows more than most of the women in the village now. Because she explains in detail. And he's just like, ooh. Which is a fairly apt representation of how a teenage boy would feel. Yeah, yeah. On, on being faced with that information for the first time. Exactly. So, Grand Grand asks, oh, didn't your dad ever explain stuff like that to you? It's like, uh, he, he was planning to, but he went to war, so he didn't get around to it. Playing, hang on. He did explain something. He explained that because our numbers are small, if you fall in love with a woman, have as many babies as you can. If you fall in love with a man, that's fine. But you should pair up with a group of women. Make sure you have some babies. Oh, I see. It's your duty to your people. <laughs> what the fuck? That's, that's typical butter, isn't it? Leaving a lot of heavy yeah. responsibility on such a young man. Because, like, in the, in the show, like, Sokka's really young, and he's like, oh, you can't come with me to war, but I'm going to leave you as the only person with next to no military experience whatsoever to be in charge of all the women and children in yeah. case the Fire Nation, who will outnumber you, show so up. so much pressure and on Sokka. And he's like, yeah, that, yeah, man. Yeah, <sighs> even if he falls parenting. in love with a man, you've still got to pump out some babies, because oh. we, <laughs> we need to replenish our numbers. Oh, poor Sokka. God. Yeah, it, it doesn't sound like he's having a very good time. He doesn't. No. Uh, fast forward a little bit. Um, oh, I should not have drank that fucking coffee. I've just noticed there's a slug in the cat's tail, and she's dipped oh, that tail in nice. my drink. If you don't hear from me, I've got whatever the dogs get when they eat slugs. Sorry, Grace. Carry so on. time skip ahead. Um, we run into Bato who is kind of like the cool uncle of Sokka's life before he went off to the war. And Sokka just... There's a whole episode of them sort of bonding and doing man things together, which he didn't get to do with his dad. This just adds mm. a scene that's just like, okay, 
I need to talk to you away from the women. Can you explain man things to me? Like does does he mean Sokka? Aang as no, no. Well. Aang is away from this. He's 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 walked. It's just oh, okay. him and Bato just being like, look, uh, I don't know how to be a man. Can you explain some things to me? I've got stuff's going on. Like I never really learned to shave properly, and sometimes I can feel my bones growing, which is a weird feeling. I just need you to sort of talk me through this stuff. And he's like, okay, okay, yeah, sure. We'll we'll do it tomorrow. First thing, I'll answer anything you want to know. And then he just fucks off. Zuko attacks. Ah. <laughs> they never get the opportunity to explain that. Um, and that. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> uh, I'll also note the things he wants to ask about. Uh, it's why he's always smelly all the time right now, and why he gets pimples, why he feels swimmy in, in the head when he's training with Suki, but also why he gets butterflies when he sees that cute boy in the village with the fortune teller. So, so- Sokka's having feelings both ways. Yeah. Um, then we cut much further ahead. We're up to book three now. And uh, Zuko has joined the party. And there's a lovely bit of dialogue. Uh, he can tell Zuko's frustrated. So he just talks to him. He's like, bro, okay. I know what you need. And you probably know what you need as well. Don't do it until you're 30 paces away from the camp. I see. <laughs> Zuko's like, what? 30 paces away to have a poo? That's stupid. That's way too far. We'll get ambushed. Like, don't be ridiculous. And <laughs> Zuko's trying to like, no, no, no. Understand. Look, bro. No, you'll understand. <laughs> 30 paces away. And he's sort of calling him a wimp for not doing... There's a fantastic misunderstanding that I'll probably butcher if I explain the whole thing like this. But I'm, I encourage everyone to read it themselves. I'm guessing that Sokka maybe thinks that he needs to just go and do a poo when, in fact, no, no, he so needs to have a wank. Sok- Sokka thinks Zuko needs to go 30 paces away, have a wank, clear his frustrations. Ah, I see. Zuko thinks Sokka is talking about going for a pee, <laughs> and... Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of back and forth about that. And there's. They talk about it, and it's. Um, wait, let me find it. Zuko says, it, it isn't that awkward. Surely you've done it in front of other people before. So I was like, what? No. <laughs> who would I do it in front of? There's, there's Ang here, who is 10. There's Katara, who's my sister. And then there's Toph, who's also a child. I wouldn't do it in front of Su. Wait, should I do it in front of Su- Suki? Do girls like that? No. Uh, <laughs> wait, Zuko, you're older than me, admittedly by by like a year, but still, you can teach me. <laughs> and interestingly, there's a line here: you can teach me, like you're teaching Ang. You're all Sifu hot man. Sifu hot man. You could teach me too. I'm wondering if our other author got their name here. Uh, possibly. Um, no. Sifu Hotman is in the show. It's oh, is it? old, oh, like, Fire Nation slang. For, like, he goes around the Fire Nation going, hey, oh, Sifu Hotman. And they're like, wow, that's something my granddad used to that. say when he was hip and cool. Okay. Well, Sokka's caught so up with that are. slang. I like that. Sokka. Yeah, I can't teach you. It's like, <laughs> you can teach me man things, though. It's like, yeah. Well, I lived on a ship with a few years with some sailors. Oh. I, maybe I know a few things. And uh, <laughs> oh my god! So Sokka goes off for a walk. He's frustrated now. He's have he needs to have that walk. He's going thirty paces away from the camp. Zuko comes with him because he's like, I'm not bothered, and someone needs to watch out for you. And then they get there. Sokka's like, you know what? No, this has killed the mood. And Zuko's like, what? You, How do you kill the mood to pee? <laughs> and then they kind of clock on. It's like, oh, <laughs> you don't want to pee, do you? 
You're here to crank one out. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, Zuko does need to pee. Sokka can't really bring himself to crank one out here, because, yeah. And then they head back to the camp, and they laugh, and they bond. Oh, that's good. Uh, Chapter two, there's a rainstorm, and Zuko is... uh, His tent, they gave him the worst tent, because Zuko joined the party recently, and he was kind of an asshole. So his tent ends up breaking, and he's just stood in the rain for a bit. And Sokka's instincts kick in at this point. Okay. Because he he's lived in the South Pole for a long time, and he knows if you're stood in the cold, you're you're gonna get hypothermia, and frostbite and things like that. Mm. So he strips off Zuko right away. <laughs> okay. And uh, dries him down, sort of cuddles him together. They get in the same sleeping bag. Zuko doesn't even have time to explain. Look, I'm a firebender. I'm not gonna get frostbite. I can just heat my body, bro. The <laughs> sock is just sort of there, cuddling this man naked, and they're going, ah, <laughs> shit, this is embarrassing. I should leave. Oh, no. And, yeah, he's very embarrassed by this situation. But they get talking a bit more, and uh, they get talk about past experiences, relationships. This is when we find out Zuko hooked up with Jet. Jet? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's the lo- it's the bad, the boy, bad boy of the series who was like, oh, who was shit, like a okay. really shitty Peter <laughs> yeah. Pan. And <laughs> Sokka's unimpressed that he has the same type as Katara. Uh, oh. <laughs> apparently, Jet is Jet isn't a very good kisser. He's got too much tongue, and this confuses Sokka. He's like tongue. What do you mean kissing with tongues? And oh, yeah. Shit. I don't get it. He's yeah. been a chest boy so far, isn't he? So Zuko's like, yeah, you've kissed people before. Yeah, I kissed Suki, you eh? With your mouth open. What? No, <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> and I'm sure you can see where this is going. It's like, okay, you're going to have to show me, bro, because I don't get oh, it. Oh, they're going to practice and kissing. Yeah, it, it's very cute. What, naked? Naked in the, in the in sleeping, sleeping bag, kissing. Bag. And then Sokka's like, oh, hey, right, could you try <laughs> biting me? I saw Bato bite a girl once. She seemed to like it. And and they practice that a bit as well, and this goes on for a They're few. They're trying nights. things out. They're mm. trying things out together, and yeah. yeah, I'm skimming over a lot of detail. Incidentally, I encourage everyone to read this themselves. It's a lot. It's quite dialogue heavy. Yeah, and I don't want to just read it verbatim. They they get into this habit, practicing lots of different things. They eventually move on to hands as well, and there's a lovely bit of dialogue at the start of chapter three where it's like, yeah. Oh, you licked it off? That's weird. Well, bro, we don't have any water. What are we going to do? Ah, <laughs> oh, disgusting. Same time tomorrow? Yeah, go on then. Um, later on, Katara is talking about, are you sure you guys, we could just buy another tent. You don't need to share a tent together. And it's like, eh, it's, it's fine. But, oh, we don't trust him. Then Toph interjects. Um, they they oh, know no, what's going course. on. <laughs> of course. No. Sokka mentions the word boners in front of Toph, and Katara's like, don't say boners in front of Toph. And Sokka's like, ah, she's heard enough by now. And Toph goes, yeah, Katara, I'm not a baby. Besides, hearing the word boner isn't as bad as hearing Sokka and Zuko kiss, and Zuko (laughs) bites him. Silence. Throughout the camp. Oh, shit. (laughs) Look, Katara, you have to understand, how dare you bite my brother? (laughs) Like, she thinks it's, like, biting as in like bullying him and things like that. Yeah, like aggression. Yeah. Sokka tries <laughs> no. to defend Zuko. This is, this <laughs> is yeah. such a chaotic like fucking scenario. 
You've got the ten-year-old who's got yeah, echo. She, she can like... feel things through the floor, so she knows what's going on. Fucking hell! He bites me because I yeah, like hell. it, and my boyfriend wants to make me happy. That's what good boyfriends do. And then everyone, <laughs> boyfriend, including Zuko, because this is news to him as well. Oh no, you're so oblivious! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, yeah, that's so awkward. like the whole thing is just yeah. Hmm. I mean, he, he is a pretty oblivious guy. So there's a lot of lo- <laughs> it's all Zuko. There's a lot of lovely discussion here. <laughs> And but eventually, yeah, they become like official pairs. They event they go to rescue Suki as well, which is part of the the show. Explains everything to Suki. She's not too bothered because there's a girl in the Kyoshi Warriors that she likes. So that oh, the Austria rescue is dad. There's a really funny bit here. Let me talk about that briefly. Sokka finally gets to talk to his dad about um. They have they have the guy talk that Sokka's always been wanting. Let me find it. And this is the advice his dad gives him. Uh, it's great. Fall in love. Follow your heart. Just don't do anything that can get your partner pregnant. A warrior like them would find it unbearable to be sidelined in the big fight that is coming, and they would resent the child for it. Really? That's his advice. He thinks Sokka is still into Suki. Ah, right. Sokka is just like... Plot twist. He's... He doesn't realise it. Oh, he's, he's going to be worried <laughs> about Empress. <laughs> No, sorry, Grace, carry on, carry that's on. That's not sorry. the plot twist. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> Sokka comes up to Zuko. Oh, his dad's an idiot. My dad just told me not to get you pregnant. I didn't know I could get you pregnant. How do I get you pregnant? <laughs> Sokka, you can't get me pregnant. I'm a boy. Oh, no. Wait, what? <laughs> we don't know that. Maybe, look, your dick is different. Maybe your insides are too. Sokka, my dick is different because it's custom to cut the foreskin off nobility. It, Yeah. <laughs> What? I don't know. <laughs> Zuko frowns, like, wait. Sokka, wait, you're having a thought. What's going on? Well, on the ship... <laughs> on the ship, I overheard men talking about pulling out so the other guy wouldn't have to deal with the consequences. Oh, God. I... No, no, but that's insane. That's insane. I don't have a moon cycle. I, no, no moon cycle, no baby. Maybe it's seasonal? <laughs> like with animals. No, because then you'd bleed once or twice a year. Uh, the only time there's ever been blood was when a bird bit my ass. Huh. That's where that <laughs> scar comes from. <laughs> so, yeah, they think about oh. this. And they're like, wait, how do guys have sex? We know hands are great, and we'll move over to mouth soon enough. But... But my... Oh. They, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the penny drops. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> well, we're avoiding oh a pregnancy anyway. <laughs> Oh, these! Oh, this is painful. This dialogue's fantastic. This is exactly how two teenage boys would work it would is. work through this. <laughs> Beautifully written, but I am just reading it with like my hands on my face, <laughs> peeking through my fingers, just like oh yeah. my god. <laughs> That's when they realise uh, Sokka's dad starts talking to Suki about welcome to the family, and then they they figure it out in the oh, end. Oh dear! <laughs> Bless him. They also, f- skipping to chapter four, they also figure out in the end that um, Sokka's dad, oh, his name's escaped me briefly, Hakoda and Bato are also an item. I won't go into too much detail on this, but they sort of discuss things, then they realize, oh, wait, when did our parents have sex? Oh, when we were kicked out to go with to our gran in the afternoon. Oh, shit. Wait, what was happening in dad and Bato's afternoon meetings? <gasps> And that's sort of how it clicks with them, that they yeah. paired off in the end they as well. They're the plowing now. 
which eventually leads to a confrontation Ooh. from Sokka. Sokka confronts Bato. He takes him out. We we have to have this talk. By the way, this is by the end now. They've yeah. defeated the Fire Lord. So they've gone back to the Water Tribe. Takes takes them away. Hakko's like, look, it's not that I don't cherish the memory. Dad, shut up. Bato, get dressed. You're coming with me. We're going fishing. <laughs> oh my God. Bato's like, are you threatening me to protect your dad's honor? Shut up. Move it. Okay. Oh my god. Sokka, I love your father very much, and I swear... Yeah, yeah, don't care. Seriously. How does a dick go up the butt? <laughs> Is, it's gross. How does it fit? What do you do? Also, how do you stop choking when you suck a dick? At this point, Bato tries to jump into the sea. <laughs> he doesn't want to deal with these questions. Well, would you? <laughs> no, I completely understand... I, too, at the South Pole, would jump into the ocean rather than answer this to Sokka, <laughs> the son of the bloke I'm into. Oh, no. And, yeah, they they talk things over in the end, and uh, they say, look, the reason you don't need a man-to-man talk, you're already a man, Sokka, you've, and you've turned out all right. Cop <laughs> out. Yeah, it's turned out surprisingly wholesome. Sokka eventually moves in with Zuko, they get married... Uh, there's a scene at the very end, which is just some very minor dialogue. It kind of goes like this. Weird. Weird. I know. But good? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good. I think. Let me know if that changes. I will. Keeps going like that. <laughs> and the final line of this fic. Bato burned the very formal and polite thank you letter the Fire Lord sent him. <laughs> Oh, God. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked how that was written. Just slid in there. Oh, by the way. Just leave it all to his imagination. And then just the Fire Lord personally thanks him for explaining how this worked. <laughs> Fucking hell. So, yeah. That's the problems of sex there during wartime. That was good fun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I skipped over a lot of it, if I'm honest. But it's all more or less the same style of thing of just them trying to work out how different things are supposed to work. Yeah. I also skipped some delightful dialogue of the one bit of sex education that Uncle Iroh gives Zuko. Oh, that would have been... <laughs> uh, oh, I'd have thought he'd give some actual advice. No, the advice is just... Oh, I found it. It's just, be gentle, listen to your partner's heart, and let your souls move together in harmony. Yeah, you're right, that is something you would say if you wanted to be vague as fuck. <laughs> yeah, very vague. Good, uh, in principle. But means nothing. But yeah. Wholesome, but useless. <laughs> doesn't really help Zuko with, like, what to do. <laughs> so yeah, thoroughly recommend this. I also recommend by Anarchy Cox, because I read two of their fics. There is a second one that I read that I was considering to cover called bear with me oh they've written a lot of avatar avatar stuff i guess they found the niche the other one was called there are no late fees when the library sinks into the desert okay so there is an ancient library in the avatar universe run by um a owl spirit when it's collapsing soccer takes some scrolls that he thinks there's a section he's not allowed in because he's 16 and he thinks that must mean it's because it's very important stuff. So as the library collapses, he grabs a couple scrolls from that section, and when he opens it up, they are not as important as he thought they were. It's just erotica, isn't it? It's all porn, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the chapters are called Soccer Steals the Porn, Chapter 2, Soccer Hides the Porn, and Chapter 3, Soccer Shares the Porn. 
I see. That's also a soccer Zuko fic. Highly recommend. Brilliant. And yeah, I'll leave that there. Uh, thank you, Anarchy Hi. Cox. I had a blast reading this. I'd had a thought earlier. It's not super relevant right now, but you know what other popular animated series formed a lot for our childhoods? X-Men. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I, oh. I didn't, to be fair. I mean, I, oh, I knew I knew oh. of it, but like the whole superhero shit, I wasn't particularly interested in. Uh, never mind, then. I mean, we can still do it. I know what it is. And Okay, yeah. now I'll, I'll put it in the fridge for another. It's one to do eventually, because there's a lot of shipping potential in there. Why does Magneto not wear purple anymore? I don't know. The days of future pattern. Oh, for fuck's hey! sake. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Well done. Thank you. <laughs> You've let me down. I have pulled you up out of the abyss. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of, well, here's... When, when you take us home. <laughs> yeah. What have you been reading, Grace? I have been reading... Bleh. I Rido. can't even Rido. say my first sentence correctly. <laughs> uh, going well. I have been reading Zuko. Stone. Zuko the Blue Spirit by Precious <laughs> Bunny Noise. And uh, it's got plenty of Phileas and Ferb references, crack, crack crossovers, crack treated seriously, fluff, silly, attempt at humour, Azula and Zuko have a good relationship, and Zuko doesn't have a scar. And I know what you're thinking, why? Uh, well, there's reasons, and it comes up later. Okay. Yeah. I have not seen any of Phineas and Ferb. Neither have I. Okay. Apologies, precious bunny noise. Some of these will be wasted on us. I've seen I, some. I reckon they'll have selected the, the good bits. Okay. Yeah, I, I've seen uh, literally one scene of Phineas and Ferb, and that was when okay. uh, they they got the guys from Top Gear to make a cameo. Wow. Oh, of, of course. course. Yeah. That's literally it. There's like a car racing scene in there, the commentators, Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, and Hot James sake. May. Got you. So a quick summary. Zuko works at his uncle's tea shop, but also works as an agent for OWCA, his uncle's secret agency. He is oh. the nemesis of Sokka's... What? Coffee shop AU. Yeah. 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 Also, <laughs> I mean, secret it's a, agency. It's not an AU, it's canon. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I'm a tea shop AU. Yeah. Yeah. In book two, they open a tea shop. Yeah. So he is the nemesis of Sokka, a ridiculous guy who is ridiculously hot, but also doesn't recognise Zuko, even though he is a tea shop regular. It is very frustrating. Yeah, sounds it. <laughs> mm. So, alright, it starts. Zuko! Sokka smiles brightly. And he sort of like, he rolls up, he's dressed like a pharmacist, and, and Zuko <laughs> thinks, oh, it's even though he dresses like a pharmacist, it's quite cute. Hey, Sokka, do you want your usual? And he gives him, like, this disgusting, like, milk tea with cactus juice pearls in it. Oh, that doesn't sound very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I suppose it's a boba. I mean, Water Tribe food mm. is notably horrific. Mm. <clears throat> Absolutely. I have big plans today. I just finished my latest innator, Sokka says with a grin. It was only years of experience that kept Zuko from visibly twitching. Are you sure you should be talking about your evil scientist plans with just anyone? Zuko actually did every time, hoping to get a bead on whether or not Sokka would keep up the charade. Oh, you know you're not just anyone, Zuko. Sokka scoffed. And Zuko's hopes were raised. Oh, you're my favourite 
tea shop server finger guns. Oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, so just like, ah. Oh. So, Zuko is working in a tea shop to cover that he is a secret agent assigned to stop evil scientist Sokka. Sokka has no clue that tea shop Zuko is also the secret agent Blue Spirit. Okay. Even though they've known each other forever. <laughs> to clarify, <laughs> Sokka is like Gru from Minions in the way he doesn't hide that he's an That's, evil yeah. scientist. <laughs> he's like more like the local evil scientist, I guess. So I get mm. the impression that everyone kind of knows he's up to no good, but no one knows exactly what he's going to do next. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just his thing. <laughs> he's not, yeah, he's not actually evil. He's, he's like Team Rocket evil. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. And so Inata is just like whatever the fuck it is, Inata. So like Meltonator, mm. Heatonator, Doominator. So yeah, he's he's always coming up with these inventions with, uh, and you know people have got to like keep an eye on him. Like what the fuck is he? How is he going to be a menace to society this time? <laughs> you know. I understand. <laughs> yeah. So Sokka leaves, and Zuko just sighs and looks at Azula like. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I know the door. Go on your date. It's not a date. It's an assignment. <laughs> right? Keep telling yourself that. You know? Zuko presses oh. a button in the wall, puts his mask on, shoots through a tube, oh. lands off in a chair, Iro on the big screen. Ah, oh, Zuko, we have reports. Sokka completing another Anato. Yeah, I know. Ah, well, yeah, get to work. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know, I feel like we need more shooting people through tubes hidden behind a wall. <laughs> In fiction, yeah, it's so because it's really gone out of style and bring it, it back. That's a shame. <laughs> bring back tubes. It's so Thunderbirds. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like how there's a secret agency doing a whole research team into Sokka's shenanigans, <laughs> and Sokka just comes up to just the agent people. and just tells them, "Yo, <laughs> I'm doing this this week," and they just like shit up. <laughs> yeah, feel, feel bad for that poor research analyst who has spent time like, sort of bugging this man's apartment, yeah. investigating through intel, only for him to just tell them. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. So it gets funnier. Like, so Zuko flies off to Sokka's uh, apartment building and confronts Sokka, but his face isn't covered by the mask, so he hasn't got his blue spirit oh. mask on. <laughs> Uh, it's sort of like half on. For fuck's sake. And he's like, Zuko? And Zuko looks up at Sokka, who's looking at him with confusion. And then he realises his mask wasn't on because he needed better vision while flying the thing. Oh, so no. very slowly, he like just <laughs> slips the blue mask back on. And Sokka like, immediately gasps. Uh, like, Zuko, Zuko, the blue the spirit. Blue spirit. <laughs> and Zuko's looking at him like, what? Did he not realise? <laughs> Like, he shook it off and didn't say anything and like oh, they just they just get in he's about to like get into a fight and suddenly this cage just falls on him and Sokka's like ah you're trapped Zuko the blue spirit <laughs> Sokka crawls crowed with delight waving a newspaper face and then Sokka just starts monologuing like a typical villain <laughs> it's very funny I'll leave it for the audience he would to though read. wouldn't yeah, he yeah exactly like Excellent. just him all over like getting into the into the uh, fling of it Eventually, mm. Zuko is just like, oh, f- you know, fuck this. And breaks <laughs> breaks out of the cage to have a fight, right? Zuko thinks how he misses sparring with him like they used to at the gym, you know, before Sokka became like an evil scientist. And, you know, he said, uh, during the fight, he sends Sokka flying into the self-destruct button that for some reason he put on his own invention before <laughs> making his escape. 
right? Oh, he's an old school he's, villain. He's like, yeah, he's <laughs> he's the kind of villain you like. He's that's exactly mm-hmm. it. So he's got stamps. <laughs> exactly. Later, back at the tea shop, we get some fun dialogue between Azula and Zuko. It's like, I don't get it, Zuko said, letting his forehead hit the table. That only you get to skip out of work to flirt with the nemesis. Yes, I don't understand it either. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you could work for OWCA too. You just have to let your villain do's lapse. Azula gasped loudly, a hand on Uh her chest. I am a lesbian. Do you know how much pussy I would lose out on if I let my do's lapse? Do you? Spirit Zula. <laughs> all of it, Zuko. I would lose out on all the pussy and bar sing say. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> there were a lot of female villains in 2000s cartoons. Yep. I'm thinking specifically of Shigo from Kim Possible here. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. And also Azula, who I think have the same voice actress. I, I think, right. Come to think of to, it. To put, like, to spill some tea on, like, 2000s era villains, you could only get away with gay or trans characters if they were the villain in oh, TV shows, yeah. which is a shit look, let's be real. It mm-hmm. is, yeah. Oh, they're evil. They probably want to fuck people who are the same gender as them, go straight. Look, let's not get into it. Fuck, That's fuck that point. era. Yeah. <laughs> To show. Hmm. Minus Belber and Daphne. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> they I weren't mean, yeah. <laughs> only villain only people that I think, villains. I think Velma is out now as well. Oh alright, sure. Canonically. Ooh, you know who else came out recently? What? Lady Demetrescu. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, the authors have confirmed yes. I mean it was kind of obvious. Yeah, she lives in a house full of women, like mm. only women and really hates when men show up. Like yeah, the writing was on the wall, but the writers have confirmed yeah, that's, that. That's yeah. so She's funny. Definitely All gay. the male fans who bought the body pillows are going to have to like I mean, put her in the yeah. wardrobe out of respect. It's a shame because I ship I ship her with Dante from Devil May Cry. All right, look, look, we're getting we're drifting. Sorry, yeah, sorry. <laughs> cool. Right. Any excuse to talk about the <laughs> the, the the big mansion lady? Stop. <laughs> we're leaving this and now. So it's like, Suki gets plenty of pussy if she's not a villain. <laughs> Suki can bench press any lesbian who asks. She doesn't need a villain card and resolves <laughs> kicks him. Fucking ow. <laughs> I mean, fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see them getting along, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So a few days pass and, like, it all just comes together. It's fantastic. Tara shows up with Suki, Ang, and Toph and they go over to meet with Sokka. Sokka did not... Ex- realised he thought he was only meeting up with Katara. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, the gang has been invited and Katara's like, okay Sokka, you need to stop. He's like, stop what? All this waving her hands about the whole <laughs> evil scientist shtick. It's not a shtick. Look, I don't understand why you're doing this, but it has to stop. You spend all your time holed up in your apartment building, useless crap, when I know you could be doing more with your life. And Zuko, like, uh-huh. moves to clean a nearby table to, like, eavesdrop. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he's listening to Katara and he's just nodding, like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sokka can build really good shit, but he's just makes stuff to be a menace and it's sad enough. Look, I know you really look up to the mechanic, but when he was your mentor, but just because he made some of his best work while he was an evil scientist doesn't mean you have to go through that phase as well. 
It's not just about that. Besides, I'm evil. I have a tragic backstory. What tragic backstory? <laughs> oh, I like this. Yeah. My first girlfriend left me for the moon. Huey left you to focus on training to be a fucking astronaut, and you were supportive of that at the time. You bought her a shirt with a moon pun on it. Well, how about the fact I was unfairly banished from the South Pole? You blew up Town Hall. I was adopted by a family of saber-moothed lions. That was for immigration purposes. You were on a terrorist list. And, and, and Zuko's just like listening to this like, what? <laughs> what? And you love foo-foo cuddly poops. And Aww. Zuko's just like having a small crisis in the car. Like, what the fuck? And Zuko's so like, all right, I can't. I can't. And like, Why not? It's my nemesis. What will Zuko the blue spirit say? And Zuko's just like, <laughs> fuck, the, fuck protocol. Fuck the secret agent bullshit. And he just rolls up and he's like, okay, shut the fuck up, Sokka. And he's like, Zuko? And he looks hurt. And, and he has to put the mask on. He puts the mask on. Zuko the blue spirit. He takes the mask off. <laughs> and puts it back on again. You know, yes, I'm fucking Zuko the blue spirit. I've always been Zuko from the tea shop and, Z- and Zuko. The blue spirit, <laughs> which means you must have known. <laughs> and Sokka's just staring at him. Like, How was I supposed what? to know? We have the same face. <laughs> and like he just, he just didn't get the moment. Like he put the mask on, he became like a different person to him. Oh, he's face blind. He is face blind. <laughs> he's like, and he tells him that I'm face blind. I can only recognise people by distinguishing features, like Katara's hair loopies. <laughs> Uh, and, and Zuko's back to him. He's like, okay, fair enough. But the name wasn't a clue. Zuko's a very common name. Like, How many Zukos could you possibly know? Sev- six. I know six Zukos. Oh, it's all the same oh, people. <laughs> There's Zuko from the gym. Also me. Zuko from Pandio. Me. Zuko from unit. Me. Zuko from high school. Also me. They're all me. I am all the Zukos. And he slams his hand on the table. <laughs> Not Zuko from middle school. Yes, Zuko from middle school. We built a volcano together in eighth grade. Oh, it's so cute. And it's just like, and he's like, oh, my spirits. You're like five of my tragic backstories because I kept failing to ask you out. Oh, my spirits. And Zuko's like, what? And he's like, yeah, he's had a crush on every iteration he's come across. Oh, no. I, and Katara's like, I knew it was face blind, but I thought he'd at least made the connection between all the Zukos. But you do change your hair a lot. That's probably why he got confused. You need a distinctive feature. He's like, oh. And then um. Azula just materialises and put like puts like a blossom hair clip on the side of his face. And he's like, there you are. Now you can recognise him. Go now. Take my gay disaster of a brother out on a date, soccer, before I have to put him down out of pity. <laughs> That's Azula, yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> and so, and so it's like, oh, well, would you be interested in going out to do an activity together? Azuka's like, not while you're evil, you know. I, got, <laughs> I don't date villains. <laughs> and it's like, all right, but you're not gonna. If I go good, you're not gonna get a different nemesis, are you? And it's like, no, no, I'll, I'll stick to making tea. And he's like, oh, all right, that's good. <laughs> I, I guess I'm good. I good. I guess I'm good now. I'm not evil now. And he's like, all right, good. <laughs> uh, boom! Crime solved. <laughs> oh. 
and they hold hands on Azula is still there and smack Zuko in the back of the head with a tray and Finn a fantastically <laughs> yeah. cute fic yeah, that was it was adorable. so fun to read <laughs> uh, I wanted to read out more though I felt the audience should read a lot of it for themselves everyone I, should go read this in their own time I read out a lot I did read out a lot because I couldn't hold myself back I'm, but I'm left feeling like this fic deserves to be expanded. Like, oh, I'd love to see more of the, the childhood shenanigans and all the ridiculous shit leading up to the fic's conclusion. Mm. If I had money, I'd get it animated and I'd be commissioned, like, the author to write more <laughs> of this. <laughs> Make a whole, like, 12-episode comedy drama of this AU. But yes, a big thank you to Precious Bunny Noise, and it was a pleasure to read. Mm. Please read it. Audience, read it. Go. Be free. Read it. <laughs> Go read it now. Before, Do it. Before bed. Incidentally, Grace. Double day. Um, yeah? Precious Bunny Noise writes a lot of uh, Untamed. Oh, yes. I, I did a quick look into some Ooh. of the authors. And I, and I had a look and I was like, ah, oh, they do other things. So I'll probably be revisiting when our topics align. They also do Dirt Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, which oh, is ooh, one of our favourite shows. Yes. They write a lot of ships of Todd and Dirk, which... Yeah. Yes. Sen- sensible decision. The superior ship. <laughs> oh well. Uh, As opposed to the cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm. Sure. I'm guessing we're going to have that Dirk Gently argument at some point in the future. One day. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's for another time. Another time. Mm. Yeah. But that's a story for another time. In the meantime, thank you, precious bunny noise. This is a treat. I've not only been convinced on Sokazuko today. I think I'm going to have to watch Phineas and Ferb. If it's like this, it kind of I, is. I feel like I the dynamic has been, from my like very tiny knowledge of Elizabeth, I think it's been like the dynamic between Doctor Doofenshmirtz and the Platypus. Oh, Perry, uh, the, Perry platypus. the Platypus. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because I think Perry the Platypus is the secret agent who is a platypus. Oh. And he is, this yeah. e- this mad scientist doesn't realise that when. Perry takes his hat off or something. He's no longer the secret agent. He's just a platypus. I feel like that's that. So today we've had both Zuko as a moth and Zuko as a platypus. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's he got range. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to start shopping scars onto different animals for today's thumbnail. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> I think just a dilute, just like that moth meme in the background would be perfectly mm. adequate. Ah, uh, see, I think that in that moth one, Zuko's lying about having a shit landing. He's he's perfectly fine. It's just like he saw the headlamps on full he beam and went, oh on. yes, <laughs> yes, full lamp, full lamp, and then he just got embarrassed afterwards. He's like, no, this one's fucked. Oh, I hope so. So what have we learned today? Mm. Everything there is to know about hawk moths. Yeah. We've learned a lot about moths. That's it. Yeah. I've, I've learned what I already knew, which, which is uh, moths are adorable. The the Shipping Forecast Council has unanimously decided moths. on Zucker as our ship, yep. as opposed to yeah. anyone else. In the whole I'm, fucking mm. series, by accident. I mean, if we if we include Cora, I'm still a devout Korasami tripper. And yet, you didn't pick it for today. I mm. I figured we we're mostly focusing on Last Airbender, so I may as well stick to Last Airbender. 
I mean, and also I I bring a lot of girl girl stuff, so I figured I'd mix things up a bit. Yeah, fair enough. Just just say it's the superior shit, bro. Just give in to the dark side. It's on it's on par with Kurosami. Oh, that's that's big High praise. High praise indeed. Yes. That's big praise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But most of that is down to the very talented writers who have nailed both how Sokka behaves in the show and how Zuko behaves in the show. Definitely. Yeah, all of these, they all stayed in character regardless whether they turned mm-hmm. into moths, got hit by cars, was a secret agent and an evil scientist. And I suppose in their own setting with a slightly different... Uh, yeah, it's a slightly more realistic leeway, version leeway on the of story. the setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Realistic to awkward teens. Yeah. Was yeah. mine. Uh, yeah. Nick, have you, been, have you been persuaded to watch Avatar? It does look interesting, and um, yeah, me and Sophie do need something else to watch of an evening. So, mm. who knows? I've got two weeks off, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. You're it's worth a go. You're going to be disappointed to find that there is an No athlete. one's gay. <laughs> I was going to say, no one's a giant moth. Yeah, no, uh, that too. no one's gay, and Zuko <laughs> isn't a moth. <laughs> exactly. Sp- um... Are there any moth spirits? There's a big owl. Hmm. There is a big owl. There's a fox. Several foxes. I'm blanking on any of you. Uh, there's a centipede. Actually, there's a lot of interesting creatures in that, hmm. to be fair. There like, are. You never know. There You'll may have been a moth the tag, not uh, You'll notice the tag Zuko is an awkward turtle duck. Yes. Oh, that's everywhere. It's fantastic. Yeah. First of all, it is everywhere, and it is fantastic. I'm glad the fandom have settled on that. But also, turtle ducks are a thing. It's just like a duck with like a, a tortoise shell on the back. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're very sweet. I'm a duck. Like, most of the animals are kind of hybrids of different creatures. Right, I see. Yeah, yeah like, you get eel hounds. And... Eel Apart hounds. from the shershu. The shershu is like a giant anteater, right? It is a duck. Yeah, but you know, like, the name usually gives it away. I don't know what a shur is, and I don't know what a shoe is. Yeah, I'm not sure. Mm. There was a great meme like when Legend of Korra was coming out. One of the characters is trained by his father to bloodbend. Okay. And there's a flashback where he's training on wolves. And everyone's just like, what? You don't mean turtle wolves or lion wolves? No, just, just wolves. wolves. <laughs> what? <laughs> My oh. God. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the bear. And it's like, oh, and the, what kind of bear? Wolf bear? Platypus bear? No, just it just bear. says bear. Just bear. Oh. <laughs> what kind what of weird fuck? idea is that? What kind of weird place is this? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> And it is just a bear, and everyone's just like, fuck it out. <laughs> <laughs> How normal. Disappointed. Disappointingly mm. normal. Well, exactly. no, it's not normal for them. I suppose it's like the, the ultimate exotic animal, where it's just one thing. <laughs> a purebred animal. It's just a bear bear. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. We've learned a lot today. Anything else we want to say before we wrap up? Um, oh, I don't know. You can give us money if you like. Uh, you can give us money if you want to. Yeah. That's so you shameless. Can... <laughs> just, yeah, anything you want to say? Yeah, give us money if you like. Oh, yeah, right. Giz oh, cash. Giz cash if you want. You don't have to. Um, but if you do, you get to join our Discord and talk to us. Uh, yeah, see, hang out with us. Hang out with us. See the weird shit that we post. Uh, get episodes yep. early. Um, That's the one. Yes, because basically, uh, James, our editor, as well as sort of cat wrangler of the show. Uh, we'll just post them as soon as he's finished them on the Discord. Exactly. So. They go in a special su- special uh, channel in there. And 
Yeah, it can be anything from... You can enjoy it as when as you want. To. That's it. You can. Uh, it, it basically ranges from a few hours to a few days early. So It depends how busy we are. Yes, it does. <laughs> and there's been a lot of chaos in our lives lately. But generally, I get it like a week early. Yeah, yeah. Usually. Yeah. Cool. Uh, thanks for the shameless plug. Obviously, no <laughs> obligation to support us if you don't want no, to. No, no. We know money. We know money is tight. And so long as we're making you happy, then we th- exactly. we think that's payment enough. Mm-hmm. I I guess we should call it there then. I I'd like to announce what we're doing next. I'm actually not sure yet. We're gonna have to sit down and figure that mm. out. So until then. We hope to see you in two weeks, and uh, I'm out of ideas. Good night. <laughs> oh, no, one more shameless plug. Uh, if you want, we have another show called Fanfics and Chill. We do sort of a dramatic reading thing, just sort of take a short fic, do some silly voices, that kind of well, thing. We it's s- a lot of we fun. We say dramatic reading. It's more of a melodramatic reading. <laughs> it's turbo dramatic. Yes. Um, Gigadramatic. If you... If you have any fix you'd like us to read on that, and either you are an author or you know an author who'd like us to read them, send them in, and we'll do just that. And tell us how you'd like them to be read. And tell us how you'd like them to be read. We can we'd be like, serious sometimes. we will default into being a bunch of idiots yep. if yes. you don't. <laughs> there is a reason we default into being a bunch of idiots. because we are. Status. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Our natural baseline exactly. is idiot. Low IQ. Exactly. And on that note, good night. Good night. night. I'm going to get that moth out of my house now. It's clearly confused by the lights. (laughs) Okay. Good night.